Pellick from Law Trades, and this is your seven-minute legal news update. This week, Texas upholds its biometrics privacy law, Donald Trump and family are subpoenaed, and the Sacklers race for a settlement. Plus, Aaron Fox enters the metaverse and using data for a stronger hire. First up, Texas wants Facebook to forget your face. Has Meta, aka Facebook, violated the biometric privacy of millions of Texans? The state's attorney general thinks so, filing a suit against the company in a state court this week. The Texas AG claims Meta has violated the state's Capture or Use of Biometric Identifier Act, or CUBI, when it scanned Facebook's users' photos without their consent. According to The Verge, Texas is one of three states, along with Illinois and Washington, that has enacted biometric privacy laws. Texas's suit seeks $25,000 per CUBI violation, plus an additional $10,000 per violation of the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act, which, all told, could be hundreds of billions of dollars in fines against Meta. Texas claims that Meta has been using the biometric data to enrich itself and did so without consent. In 2015, Chicago attorney Jay Edelson filed a class action lawsuit against Meta, then called Facebook, on behalf of 1.6 million Illinoisans, alleging the social media giant's use of facial tagging features without consent was not allowed under Illinois privacy law, reports the Chicago Tribune. The case was finally settled in a federal court in 2021 to the tune of $650 million. Meta said in a statement at the time that it was pleased to have settled so that it could move past this matter. The verdict? While Meta has stopped automatically tagging users' photos on Facebook in November, the company as a whole has shifted its focus away from that product and has begun heavily investing in its, quote, metaverse strategy, which includes a virtual reality platform. Of course, Meta has made no promises to restrict biometric privacy in the metaverse. Next up, three Trumps and a subpoena. Former President Donald Trump and two of his children, Ivanka and Donald Jr., have been ordered to answer questions under oath, ruled a New York state judge last week. The subpoena is in connection to an ongoing tax fraud case brought against the former president, looking into whether he inflated asset values to receive favorable loans, then deflated their value on tax filing. Judge Arthur Engeron stated that New York AG Letitia James has uncovered copious evidence of possible financial fraud that has entitled her to question members of the Trump family. She has the clear right to do so, Judge Engeron added, notes the New York Times. However, Trump's lawyers have argued that the financial records were truthful and attempts to pick them apart over what they characterized as minor mistakes or omissions were politically motivated, says the AP. This ruling comes a week after the Trump's longtime accounting firm, Mazars, sent a letter to the Trump Organization stating that the financial documents it prepared from 2011 to 2020 should not be relied on and severed ties with the company. The shocking announcement came a year after the Trump Organization's chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, was indicted on tax fraud last summer by the Manhattan DA. The verdict? If history is any predictor here, Trump and co. will appeal, 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 and this case may go on for a very long time. That being said, mounting pile of evidence, plus associates who have all been indicted and or convicted, may finally be changing the tides on the former president's litigation luck. Next up, the Sacklers push for a final settlement. How about another $1.5 billion? 
That's the offer by the Sackler family to settle with state attorneys general over thousands of lawsuits in regards to the family's ties to Purdue Pharma and its role in the opioid crisis. The additional sum would bring the settlement up to nearly $6 billion, and the family hopes to bar all future cases should the state AGs accept. According to NPR, this protection was contained in the original bankruptcy settlement, but prompted the objecting states to file an appeal because they felt it did not do enough to hold the family, which made billions off the sale of opioids, accountable. The Sacklers and their company, Purdue Pharmaceuticals, are not the only ones coming under fire for the opioid crisis. A series of lawsuits across the country have been brought against the other big pharma companies like Teva and Johnson & Johnson, as well as retailers like CVS and Walgreens. The central argument in all these cases is that these firms acted as a public nuisance in their push to make and sell opioids to the general population. The verdict? With thousands of lawsuits still making their way through the court systems and a potential settlement of billions of dollars, it's clear that whatever the outcome here, it will be momentous. The question remains, however, if the current and future victims of the opioid crisis will ever get justice. Here's what else we're forwarding. Aaron Fox has purchased virtual property and opened a virtual office inside the metaverse, notes ABA Journal. The firm advised PwC on purchasing metaverse property before it made the digital leap itself. And think data-driven hiring is impersonal? Think again, says Law.com, arguing that the practice can actually strengthen relationships with potential hires. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening. See you again next week.